Hey, yo, what the f***? This is a palace right here. The late night flight is paid for by the following. Time to play the game where we find out who's capping. It is... This is... This is the game where we find out if this is the bullshit. Today, I have not only our audio engineer, he has promoted himself to producer, to co-producer of The Late Night Flight. This is Smart Smart. What's going on? Don't say nothing. All right, here we go. That's good. Here we go. Lieutenant William Kelly, who worked in internal affairs for the Norfolk Police Department, was fired after donating $25 to Kyle Rittenhouse Defense Fund. Kyle Rittenhouse, for those who don't know, remember, he's the young shooter who killed a couple of people and injured a third during the Kenosha, Wisconsin protest. Smarts, is it bullshit that an officer can get fired for giving money to an unimpressionable white boy, but can't give an officer life if they kill an impressionable black boy? That is definitely some bull, for sure, for sure. Rap singer and poor man's version of Travis Scott, Kid Cudi, performed at SNL not too long ago in a summer dress in honor of grunge band legend Kurt Cobain. Smarts, is it bullshit that if he wanted to honor a man for wearing a dress, why didn't he honor Young Thug, Little Uzi Vert, Lil Nas X, or even Prince, R.I.P.? Definitely some bullshit. <laughs> okay, last one. Here we go, Smarts. And finally, Mike Tyson is stepping back in the ring again. He's about to fight former three-time world heavyweight champion Lennox Lewis. Okay, so for those who don't know, Tyson is 54. Lennox Lewis is 55. This is reported by TMZ. Smarts, I ask you, is it the bullshit that two men over 50 years old can box it out over some money, but two men under 40 can't box it out to make this a better podcast? You ain't got to answer that. Let me tell you something, my man. That's why you sitting behind them keyboards texting. You got to stay there. Because now this is my show. I'm the pilot of the late night flight. Thank you. F you. Bye bye. Oh. Hold on. Everybody on a mountain. Everybody marching for a young nigga like me to get tsunami on it. I'ma get it. I'ma win a baby. I'll be on my curry till I crash and burn 40 on the Yeah, I'm acting nerdy. If it's at the appellation to the appellation, I'ma do whatever that it takes to make a black a nation. Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Sweets, and I'm your chief flight attendant. On behalf of the pilot and the entire crew, welcome aboard the late night flight. And here is your captain, the Now River of New Jersey, the pilot of Tuskegee training, the greatest honey badger who has ever lived, the creator of Black Pilot Radio and the late night flight. Here is the victorious one, Nassour Nuru. All right. To all of my passengers, I just want to say hello to you. We are first in priority and we will be departing in about five minutes. Before we start this flight, please do us a solid. Give us a like on our Facebook page, The Late Night Flight. Please double tap us and follow us on Instagram at The Late Night Flight. Please do the same on Twitter. We are on Spotify. We are on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, YouTube, wherever podcasts are available. But let me get to my piece. America. Black America in particular is in jubilation over the guilty verdict by a jury of 12 last Tuesday. The killer of the fallen king, George Floyd, his name is former officer Derek Chauvin, could face up to 40 years for second degree unintentional murder, up to 25 years for third degree murder, and up to 10 years for manslaughter. Now, Black America, I don't mean to bring casserole to your jubilation, but I don't think those barricades that's being set up hours before a verdict in front of T.J. Maxx and wherever else you North Midwesterns like to shop at was for the verdict at all.
Mm-mm, I don't think so. See, I think those barricades got something to do with the sentencing. Yeah, see, Denzel Washington once said in the 2004 hit movie Man on Fire, a life for a life. No disrespect. No disrespect at all. But if he doesn't get anything less than life, then it's not justice. It really is what the commissioner of the NBA, LeBron James, says it is. Accountability. And that's when people will riot. And that's when those barricades will make all the sense in the world. Now, if we're doing a raffle, if we are doing a raffle of how long Derek is getting, here goes my $100. I'm going with 25 years for the win. Because second degree unintentional murder and third degree murder is the same thing. Third degree murder or depraved heart murder under United States law is a type of murder where an individual acts with a depraved indifference to human life, where such acts results in death, despite that individual not explicitly intending to kill. How about that? And only three states define this category of murder. You would think Virginia, after what happened with this whole body cam situation, but I ain't gonna get into that. I ain't gonna get into that. That's, that's already ridiculous, all right? Can't prove a murder without camera work And it's a law that says we ain't even got to show it to you if we don't want to. Crazy. Anyway, but those three states are Florida, Pennsylvania, and Minnesota. Mix that in with the fact that Derek didn't even testify. So now the judge could only sentence him. Only the judge, not the jury, just the judge. And the judge was already willing to throw out the case over carbon monoxide. We all saw the videotape. Hashtag all lives watch that video on CNN. But the judge was willing to throw out the case over gas. I mean, Derek Chauvin didn't even want to smoke with George Floyd. But they was willing to throw this case out over gas. Now with me to give us her thoughts on my piece and her thoughts just cause is the host of the Disaster Dating 101 podcast. Please subscribe to her podcast. It is on Spotify. It is on YouTube. It is wherever podcast is available as well. She is the creator, Natasha Renee. What's going on? Talk to me. What do you think? How long you think Chauvin is getting? You said 25. Honestly, I don't even feel like 25. I feel like 10 years. And and it's sad to say that. I mean, I wish and not really wish because you don't want to wish death on anybody. But I mean, like you said, a life for a life. I I think he deserves life. But honestly, since this is his first offense, I feel like the judge is trying to side with him, you know, letting him know that he can get an appeal. I think that he's going to get 10 years, 15 the most, honestly. When you saw that image of the police officers locking Derek Chauvin, well, not locking him up, but basically putting him on handcuffs and I guess he's going to be going to jail and sitting there for a while until they sentence him. Were you like me for a second and was like, yo, they just did that for TV. He probably on a boat to Mexico right now. If, if you look at his face, it was like he didn't care. I mean, I didn't, I didn't want to really like with that trial, knowing that I saw the nine minutes and watched it even when uh george floyd when i didn't even know that he had died when i had seen when it went the video went viral and seeing him on the video and seeing the snippets on court he's just writing stuff down he's just chilling like nothing is going on like i'm like do you not care like you about to go to jail what do you think he's doodling what do you think he's doodling what do you think he's drawing what he was doing with that paper because it took me a second. I'm like, is that him? Because, you know, everybody has the mask on, but he had his paper and pen. What you writing notes for? You about to go to jail. And My man, is, he is drawing up a play on how to escape <laughs> Shawshank Redemption. He is like, look, yo, I got 25 years to think this over. Like, <laughs> 
right, Minnesota, y'all better make the right call because let me tell you something. It's a bunch of black people that need some free sweatshirts at Marshalls. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead and give them five years. Go ahead. I, I'm going to fly to Minnesota just because I know I'm getting me. I'm going to get me. I'm going to get me a free flat screen, a free flat screen from Best Buy. All right, I'm I'm, I'm just getting. Shit. I'm going to get me a free table, everything. I'm putting that on a plane. Matter of fact, no plane. No, no, no. We gotta get a truck and just get the hell up out of Minnesota <laughs> and just drive back to New Jersey. Act like nothing never happened. So go ahead, give them three years if you want. I'm telling you, I'm getting a free TV from your place ASAP. Ladies and gentlemen, the captain has turned off the fasten seatbelt sign, and you may now move around the cabin. However, we always recommend to keep your seatbelt fastened through the trials and tribulations while you're seated. In a few moments, the flight attendants will be passing around the drink menu as well as the brunch menu. We only have chicken or waffles or both. So choose wisely. And thank you for flying the late night flight. What up, my passengers? This is your captain speaking. Now, I know we're headed west, but I want to stop by the Queen City of Cincinnati where a king named LeBron has been banned from bar hopping. Now, I wonder why a bar owner would do something stupid like that. I mean, you know Bron Bron gonna run a checkup. You know that tab getting paid. When he wants to um, tweet out something, I feel as though athletes, male or female, they just need to have a press conference. They should do press conference. Like, yo, I'm about to hop outside. I got something to say. Who wants to hear what I got to say? Because I feel like ESPN would just fly to LeBron house ASAP. Like, yo, what, what are you about to say? And you don't have to deal with the middleman of Twitter because Twitter is sp probably sponsored by the NFL and the NBA and all these big time organizations. That's why they be having to delete their tweets. People be thinking that this is their platform to say what they want just because it's no, free. It's not. Else's. It's somebody else's platform. It's not yours. The best thing you can do is say, I want to hold a press conference. Come holla at me. It would have worked for Kanye. Matter of fact, Kanye actually did do that when Hurricane Katrina came out. He, was, he basically was on a press conference with Mike Myers and a few other people. I feel and said, that George, George Bush, Bush, yeah. Bush does mm -hmm. not like black people. And look, did he, <laughs> did he ever get in trouble for it? No. He got in trouble for Taylor Swift more than he got in trouble for saying yeah, with George he Bush. Sure did. So... We're going to take you to Cincinnati, where WWE champion of the NBA, LeBron James, needs to look at his phone, needs to talk to Rich Paul or his PR team and say to himself or all of them, hey, hey, let's set up a press conference where I tell police officers who are unintentionally or intentionally killing people off that you're next. That's all you got to do, LeBron. Just go outside, put your robe on. Put a pair of your LeBrons on and say, ESPN, I got something to say in 15 minutes. They will fly from Bristol to California to come listen to what you have to say and just say what you said in your tweet where you're telling the officer that killed Micaiah, you're next. So anyway, this derives from a Facebook post from the owner of Lenny's Pub. This is in Cincinnati. And it went viral because the owner told patrons not to come to their establishment to watch games. So this is the quote that the owner of Lenny's Pub said. If anyone wants to watch an NBA game, don't come to Lenny's Pub. We will not air any of these games until LeBron James has been expelled from the NBA. The refusal to air games is in response to James' comments on Twitter, which is a big mistake. He tweeted out, your next hashtag accountability. 
with an hourglass emoji just to double down what he wanted to say. I didn't even know you had an hourglass emoji, but I get onto that later. Now, it was accompanied by a photo of the officer that fired that fired the shots that actually killed Micaiah Bryant. Now, he removed the post and he said some nice things. I'm not even going to read the nice things that he said, not because I don't think he's a nice person. It's just because, you know, these, these are top tier athletes. They're going to always have like a machine behind them that makes sure they says the nicest things ever. Like they, like, I don't know if you ever noticed this, Natasha. I know you don't watch sports, but if you ever on Twitter or Instagram, like the rock always says like the nicest you ever heard on Christmas. It's like, yo, this dude PR team is amazing. The only thing I want to hear from the rock is how he beat up Hulk Hogan. That's it. I don't want to hear anything else from the rock. You know what I'm saying? But he says the nicest things on Twitter on Christmas. My thing about all of these tweets First of all, I'm just not a big texter. Like, I don't like to text. I really feel like in today's world, texting is not for documentation purposes. It's for evidence. You know what I mean? So when you want to tweet out something out of anger because of what's going on, because black people are just dying by police officers, this is like daily now. Forget yearly. This is daily at this point. You know what I mean? This is an ongoing event. And unfortunately, we have the VIP access to this place, you know? And... LeBron is tired. Just like anybody else, he's tired. But he's a tired superstar, which means he got to watch what he types and what he says. You control the market, LeBron. Go outside, tell people with a microphone, I'm LeBron James. This is not the LA Lakers talking. This isn't the NBA talking. This isn't any of my businesses talking. This is me, LeBron James, the man. Here's my family behind me. And the next officer that shoots a black person, male or female, I'm going to tell you that you're next. Bill Goldberg style on WCW. What do you have to say about any of this, Natasha? Welcome to the Midwest, number one. So shout out to the the farm manager in Cincinnati. But that's just how the Midwest is. Um, That's on that. And I'll get back to that. But celebrities tend to get trigger happy on Twitter. Meaning that they shoot and say what they say and then don't realize that, oh, I'm a celebrity. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Let me delete knowing that someone else is going to find it and pull it back up. But like you said, yes, PR. You need a great PR team that should live with you like a nanny because they don't think. And unfortunately, they are unable they are unable to say what they really want to say because of the fact that they are celebrities. Yes, LeBron was right with what he wanted to say, but because he is a celebrity, he should have had a press conference. He should have called somebody else on because Twitter is not technically his platform. Now, as for the bar owner in Cincinnati, like I said, welcome to the Midwest. That's Mm. just how the Midwest is. And guaranteed, regardless of him not showing the games, guess what? People are going to show up black and white, unfortunately. They are going to show up. The Midwest is prejudiced. I mean, I was born and raised in Cleveland until I was 12. So I know the Midwest is a red state. They do not care. Cincinnati and Cleveland are probably the only two cities in in Ohio, (laughs) to tell you the truth. Other than that, it's farmland and Amish people. So that, yeah, that's how the Midwest is. I mean, it's it's going to be water off it. Like, it does not matter. People don't care. Nobody's going to be protesting Lenny's bar, unfortunately, because he doesn't want to show the NBA games because that is the Midwest. I like everything that you said. 
I also want people to know that just because Twitter is free, just because Instagram is free, doesn't mean that's your account. That's Instagram. It's account. not. All right. And that's why you see a privacy notice exactly. in your email <laughs> letting them know that we updated our privacy. You know what happened when DMX had his memorial and everybody watched it on Facebook Live? They had advertisement on that post, okay? They don't care. You be dead no. next. If you got 6,000 friends on Facebook, they're going to put a, 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 a Geico commercial in front of your <laughs> all right? <laughs> I mean, Louis Farrakhan is banned from Facebook. That's because the Nation of Islam ain't giving <laughs> Mike Zuckerberg no type of money, okay? <laughs> hey, yo, what the f***? This is a pile of right here. The matriarch of the United States House of Representatives, your auntie, my auntie, our G-mama, of course, Miss Maxine Waters, was out here on these streets not too long ago in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, uh, days after the police killing of Dante Wright. Right, like... I I didn't want this show to be this type of ongoing show, but we, we, we have to address this, Black America. We have to address this. All right. Now, she was asked by reporters in Brooklyn Center her thoughts on what the outcome should be in the trial of Derek Chauvin. All right. She emphasized that we're, we are all looking for a guilty verdict for murder. All right. Um, this was in full swing when Dante Wright just got shot by a, uh, I believe, Officer Kim Potter or Porter. No, I think it's Potter. It's P-O-T-T-E-R. But anyway, here's what she said, Natasha. And I just want to know if you think that she uh, insinuated a riot. So they basically asked her, what should protesters do if Chauvin is not found guilty? So she says, well, we got to stay on the street and we've got to get more active. We've got to get more confrontational. We got to make sure that they know we mean business. Then she was also asked, what do you think about this curfew tonight? Referring to an 11 p.m. curfew in the city of Brooklyn Center that was administered a couple of weeks ago uh, to prevent the uh, the violence, the arson, looting, you know, all that. Because, you know, a young man like me going to definitely be up in your hood trying to get me a free TV. That's what I'm all about, the looting. Okay, I I ain't going to lie to you. I am all about the looting. All right. When black people get killed. And glass is getting like, you know, torn down in front of your Zara. Find me trying to get that new jacket, okay? I'm just letting you know right now, I am the type. I'm already small and athletic. I'm doing backflips over police officers and everything with the, with the coat in my hand. Just, all right, anyway. So, this is how she responded. She said, I don't think anything about curfews. This woman is so gangster. I don't think anything about curfew. I don't think anything about curfew. I don't know what curfew means. Curfew, curfew means I want you all to stop talking. I want you to stop leading. I want you to stop gathering. And I don't agree with that. So what's your thoughts on that, Tasha? When you say things like that, when you say, I don't know what curfew means, curfew means that I want you all to stop talking. I want you to stop leading. I want you to stop gathering. I don't agree with that. Do you think she was telling people to riot or she was just saying something different? I'll tell you what I think she was saying, but I want to hear what you think first. Okay, so Auntie Maxine, I love her. Give her her time. That's what you have to do. You got to give her her time. She was not trying to provoke in any way, start or put people together to bring forth a riot. She wasn't. You, you have to think about it. Us as a people, 
for hundreds of years. We have been killed by police, by regular people, good old white privilege. And now, you know, we're standing together again. And she wants our voices to be heard. She definitely does. And she is the voice of reason. Like she definitely is. That's why I said Auntie Maxine, everybody loves her. She is not wrong for what she's doing. Curfew, I sure don't know what a curfew is either, Auntie. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) Because she's saying like we have to, in one way, we have to rebel. Nobody's going to hear us until we show that we are serious, until we unite together as a people because that's what we don't do. We are so separated as people. We don't unite. And this is, the time that we definitely need to stand together because so many of our young black boys, men are getting killed. Well, obviously our girls too, you know? Yes, Let's and be girls. Honest. Yes, our, our young black girls, girls are getting yes. killed too. So this is wild. This, this is, it's just black kids just getting murdered out on these streets. And it ain't even young white boys doing it. All right? Like, this is crazy. No. You would think it'd be that Midwest, you know, Collarbone, no young 12-year-old uh-huh. white boy out here just, you know what I'm saying, rat tat 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 No, it's police officers. Thank you for flying the late night flight. The captain has informed me that it's time to get them woofers to bang. New music. I repeat, new music on the fastest rising podcast and podcast infotainment. Thank you for flying the late night flight. And they call me a heart sinner. I be dipping the weed straight in the dark liquor, mixing Godzilla, God, nigga. Uh, who you know running in bars? Nigga. Last year, I was in room stuck in the yard, nigga. This year, I'm in space stuck in the stars. That means I will not fumble gun in the yard, nigga. This flow, that shit spinning just like a disco. Hey, yo, what the f is that pilot right here? Look, I was going through there, but you nigga hot in my new Had the tool be there. We ain't asked for handouts, and I ain't had my hand out. And I ain't got my nerves on my nigga. Try to stand out. That means he monster gang and you know that he the clan out That means if I can rich, then he can rich, then that's the plan out Look, I still listen to Sade Look, still got 90s playing on my tape Look, niggas still doing the crybaby And Ice Cube is still tripping on Friday right here thank you for flying the late night flight it's time for me versus google not you the captain this is my man jers he is the ceo of big boy sound he has plenty of artists he's an artist he's a manager he's the plug all right and the late night flight is the outlet so we're about to connect we about to connect so we do this segment called me versus google Basically, Jersey is going to be here being our hip-hop correspondent. So we went on Google to find out somebody that has the top 10 mixtapes of all time. We found this young dude named Ty, uh, Ty Town or something like that, I believe. <laughs> so yeah, his name is Ty Town. So we're going to hashtag him and, and try our best to embarrass him because this top 10 mixtape of all time that he put out is trash. It's trash. trash. Let's just keep it real. Basura. It is Basura. And if I knew somebody like Bad Bunny that could play some bachata, I would tell him make a song called Basuda because this song, I mean this song, this this segment right here about this dude is trash. So let's start with number 10 and work our way to number one as far as what he has. And then I will give you my top 10 and you'll let me know which one is better in your opinion, Jerz, all right? All right, got you. So 
Number 10 is Mac Miller, Macadelic. Never even heard of it. Never heard of it either. Never um, heard of it. But I am familiar with Mac Miller. Rest in peace. That's right. He in, you know what I mean? He ain't having with the angels and all that. All that. Then we got Joey well, hold on, you can't say that because, and this is no disrespect to the Jewish people. Do Jewish people believe in heaven and hell? Or no, that, that's, that's the Muslim community. I don't know. I don't even want to lie to you and say I know. I do not know if they believe in heaven and hell. I'm going to ask Nick Cannon and find out what he knows about the Jewish community and what they happen. I'm pretty sure he knows. All right, come on, let's go to number nine. He definitely should. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Badass, Nights A99. Never heard of it, but I do think Joey Badass is nice. I mean, he was nice, but let me not say that. I take that back. I'm sorry. We, we about the same age, if I'm not mistaken. Was definitely nice before. He probably still nice now. I ain't gonna do that because I'm old as hell too. Yeah, come on, that's not nice, man. Joey not, Badass is nice, man. It's not. Uh, one of my favorite current artists. Um, I like what he does. Uh, Travis Scott, Days Before Rodeo. Yeah, yeah, Travis uh, Jenner. I like him. <laughs> I like Travis Jenner. Travis Jenner went out here and 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 cosplayed a a Happy Meal for six bucks and got all the money, yo. It's really Kylie Scott, if you want to be technical. Kylie, that, you I mean, mean, well, the way the Kardashians move, you might as well take their last name at this point. Yeah, I, I think Travis is bigger than Kylie. Sure he is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you heard this mixtape? What, Days Before Rodeo? Yeah. You know what? So, when I get to my top 10, I'll just say this real fast. In today's market of rap, I'll say the last mm, 13 years, a lot of these mixtapes from these rap artists, they're like their albums, really. Like, they're just a presentation of music. It's not necessarily bars and bars with the music. You know what I mean? With a, I with a DJ hitting you back to him with some clue, clue, or DJ drama. It's just like, yo, I got an album. I got some good music. I'm about to put it out. So that's how I feel about Days Before Rodeo. It's not necessarily a good mixtape. I, I think it's just good music. So he did what Drake did. Yeah, but I do have Drake in my top 10, though. Because I think out of... Which one? Uh, so far gone, of course. Okay. So far okay. gone. I mean, because out of any... Like, well, I have two I have two artists in my top 10 that I would say, like, their mixtape is good only because it catapulted, it catapulted them into a whole other stratosphere. We could say that about a lot of artists. Right. But right. for Drake, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. All right, number seven, Tyler the Creator, Bastard. See... Another one. This is one of them type of mixtapes where it takes Tyler the Creator from an underground act to like a big time California act. However, I don't think that this mixtape is better than So Far Gone or the other album that I have in my top 10, but we'll continue. The mixtape cover looked like something from Get Out. Yo. Us. No, no. Tyler the Creator is a weirdo if you know Tyler the Creator. That's a weird brother right there. I know who he is, but I can't say I get with his music. Like he's he's running he's running around telling people he's bisexual just for more followers. All right, like uh-uh. I don't the new generation of rap is something different. <laughs> that's right. He's supposed to be f-ing with Will Smith's son, right? Yo, that's a good one. That's a good joke. That's not a joke. Oh, you're serious about that? No, w- Will Smith's son said it, or Tyler the Creator said it. One of them two said it on stage or something. Listen, you know what? You gotta you gotta ask Young Thug a little Uzi Vert. I feel like they would know more than either one of us. Let's not okay. talk about Uzi because what he did recently was just. Stupid. What? Um, I don't even know anything about that. Continue. <laughs> you really don't know nothing about no, that? Nah, don't. pause. Hold up. Hold okay. up. You gotta, this, and all it right. could be fake. Okay. I don't know. All right. All right. But it was a diamond. Yes. Implanted in his forehead. Oh, oh no. I definitely heard about that. Okay. That heard was of, terrible. Oh, that's all you're talking about? That that's diamond it. that was implanted in his head? That's it. Hey, yo, listen. I'm not man. a fan of his music, but it's not for me. 
What's the next one? The Weeknd, House of Balloons. Okay, let's, let's not even talk about that. Okay, I, do like, I do like The Weeknd, but no, like, no. You mm. like The week? We're going we gonna to come back to that. What? You don't like The Weeknd? Like, as far as R&B music? Come on now. The yeah, we're we going to come back to that. Okay, sure. Okay, because no he, he sings in one octave every song. Like, it doesn't change. I'm, anyway, that's, that's uh, number five, Wiz Khalifa, Kush and OJ. Yo, I was going to have him at number 10, and then I got a Drake album, and I got a, another artist that's on there, so he got to get moved to the side. He would be like my honorable mention, though. I like Kush and OJ. I thought that, that was a very good mixtape that, uh, that basically... Uh, broke him out, made him a break a breakout star. That had black and yellow on it. No, of course not. That's on his album. Oh well, that's what made him a breakout star. F- this mixtape, very good. Um, Meek Mill, Dream Chasers Two. Now, before you respond, I am not a fan of Meek Mill. I used to be, and then he started talking all this big dog, sh- and I'm just not with that. Um, ASAP Rocky, Long Live ASAP. I didn't put him on my top 10. I do like this mixtape, though. I'm not even going to hold you. It's, the mixtape is cool, but it does not belong on the top 10. I would agree. How old is this that did this list? Like, what the f- He has to be born in 1991, yo. He must he be. gotta be. He has to be a charter school student. Because he's missing a lot of a lot classic mixtapes. A lot of them. A lot of them. And then we got, I mean, all right, Chance the Rapper, Acid Rap. All right, I'm not going to lie to you. He is in my top 10. He's way up, though. He's not... In the top five at all, he's not. He's not even sniffing the top seven. Chance the rapper is in your top ten of mixtapes. Yo, of all I, time. look. So here's my thing. Here's my thing. There are two artists that I believe that put a a, a mixtape out and has took them to a level that the other people have not. One is Drake. The other one is Chance the Rapper. On a political field, Chance the Rapper is probably the biggest rap star in political science today. Period. Political science? Yo, this dude is like, yo, he's over here nudged up with Michelle oh, Michelle and Barack. Like, this dude could wind up being a Democratic House of Congress person for, in Chicago, like, for the state of Illinois in the next 10 years. Jay-Z be, you know, lounged up with Barack and Michelle, too. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's Jay-Z. We're talking about the younger generation of rap. And Chance the Rapper is one of those younger generation generational stars. Like, I mean, oh, hold, hold on. So out of Chicago, which artist you going with? Lupe or Chance? I'm going with Chance. Who you going with? Lupe. Okay, that's fine. That's He's fine. a way better rapper. I don't know about that. Wait, Lupe Fiasco is not a better rapper no, than Chance. I, I think I think you, Chance. I think Chance is nasty, dog. You know what? I think I, think I, I, I lost about nasty. like 1.5 percent. Damn. Respect from you, bro. Damn, yeah, 1.5? Like, yeah, 1.5, bro. All right, 1. that's 5%. fine. I, I'll take 1.5. Um, that makes me at 98% or something. I don't do math real, but you know what I'm saying. Okay. This last one, yes. I actually agree with. Okay. Um, I don't agree with none of the other ones I just named. That's fine. From his list. That's fine. But this last one right here? Yeah. He was already past the hype of okay. his career. Okay. He was in the middle of his prime. All right. And he released this mixtape. Yes. And it literally shut yeah. Okay. We talking about Lil Wayne, no ceilings. See, now he got the drought three slash no ceilings. This dude cheating because in my opinion, no ceilings is the best mixtape I've ever heard in my life. And I do have that as number one on my list. Ever in your life? Yo, I think those ceilings as far as what, what I would want a mixtape to be, where I want bars on bars on bars, uh-huh. whether the beats are original or nah, 
And I just want to hear you just go and just let me know that you better than the other rappers that's out here. I think No Ceilings did that. He was killing everything. All right, so I'm going to pass this Dutchie to you, my man. I'm going to go through my top 10 real fast because we just broke that down. It took us so many. I like what we just happened. My man, Sal, he lost 1.5 respect for me. My goodness, man. I only have... Chance the Rapper I only have, better than Lupe, bro. Yo, listen, we could put that on a poll. Smarts, help us out with that. We'll make a digital poll. Who do you like more? Chance the Rapper or Lupe Fiasco? Now, now who do you like more? Because that's too easy that's for true. people to that's be true. biased. Who's the better Who's rapper? Who's the better rapper? You're right. I, that's it. My apologies. Who's the better rapper? I'm still going with my man. But it's all G, though. It's all G. So here goes my top 10. My top 10. Now, I'm going to start with number 10, of course, obviously. Now, I'm cheating a little bit, but only because we need to bring some, like, uh, we got to bring some respect back to this list. Okay. All right. So first of, of all, respect. a lot of respect. The number one mixtape DJ ever, the original himself, even though this is an album, but let's be honest, this is a collection. This, like, he's the mixtape king. Okay. And then this album was is basically a mixtape. I hope you say the right name. I am talking about DJ Clue. Okay. Clue. All right. Clue. All right. The Professional Part 2. The professional part two was actually better than professional part one. It had that that uh that 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 uh I said that force. I didn't want to say the force, <laughs> but that Fantastic Four. It was like Nas, um, not Nas. It was Cam, Cam. Oh my Fantastic god! Fantastic Four, you said? Yeah, it was like a Fantastic Four mixtape. I, I could I'm, be. I'm getting old. Okay, so it had Nature, Cameron, the Locks, and Fabulous. Fantastic Four part two. It had Nature, Cameron, the Locks, and Fabulous. Go back and listen to it. And then let me know what's going on. Yeah, that's that, harder than the whole list. That Ty, what's his name? Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's yeah. what he's gonna call him. Ty, what's his name? Ty, what's his name? Yeah. Yo, say so. That's number ten. Number uh, number nine. I have Meek Mill Dream Chases, the first one. That's number nine. That's number nine. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Number eight. I have Chance the Rapper Acid Rap. <laughs> you can make the coughs to make it sound like you either have coronavirus or you don't like my picks. It's okay. Number 10, DJ Clue, The Professional Part 2. Number 9, Meek Mill, Dream Chasers. Number 8, Chance the Rapper, Acid Rap. Number 7, oh man, I wish this was actually a little closer, but the, my top 5 is so strong. Number 7, Max B, Public Domain 3, that domain pay. Uh-huh, talk about it. You talk know what I mean? Like, hey, that wave, baby. Ow, you already know. I like that. I like that. Is somebody calling you? I, I already know what that is. That's that's from the, uh, the ring. Yeah, somebody, somebody's watching. Somebody you. walked past my house. Uh, <laughs> it was probably Amazon trying to restill what they dropped off in your house. You stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number. So wait, we said number eight was Chance the Rapper Acid Rap. Number seven was Max B uh, Public Domain Three. Number six, Drake. So far gone. Number six, Drake. So far gone. Number five, Little Wayne. The Drought Three. Number four, Lil Wayne DJ Drama Dedication 2. Number three, G-Unit, 50 Cent is the Future. How do you not have this on your top 10, America? That might be number two on my list, but... Okay, so... I didn't even make a list yet, but if I was to make a list, right. 50 is up there. You skipped a lot of mixtapes, bro, but go ahead. I, I probably did. Number two, you'll tell me the ones that I missed. Number two, Rick Ross, Rich Forever. Okay, that belong on there. That is my sh that's my personal favorite mixtape. That had like, BMF on it, right? Yo, that's no, it didn't have BMF. On it. it didn't have BMF it on it. It did not have BMF on it. That's the Teflon Dawn album that had BMF. No, on it was on the mixtape first. It, it only made the album because it got so popular from the mixtape. It could have been. I, I got to go back to uh, listen. Yeah, to the that's the only reason why it was it, Styles was on it. It was a mixtape joint. 
yo, are you talking about um I got the keys to the safe or whatever like that? I got the keys to the crib. Keys to the crib was nasty. That's with him and Styles P. No, I'm talking about BMF, bro. It was a mixtape cut. It's all good. We go. I'm gonna play Rich Forever after this after this interview, right, cool. and we're gonna just play that. You know what I'm saying? While, while we smoking the Dutchie. All right. And then number one, Little Wayne, no ceilings. Thank you for flying the late night flight. We're about to get to our next destination. But before we do, we strongly recommend to drink responsibly and pass that bong to me. You feel me? <laughs> I got bars. Oh, and give us a follow on Instagram at The Late Night Flight. And give us a like on Facebook, The Late Night Flight. And thank you for flying The Late Night Flight. Okay, okay. I'm going to say real issues like the way, you know, one okay. of your co-hosts do. So so we can okay. kind of like have that flow. All right. I, all okay. I'm going to do is say real issues because that's the only one I can remember in my head. Okay. okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Welcome to Disaster Data 101. I'm Natasha Renee. And I'm Nazor. Oh, okay. All right. I'm sorry. All right. Go, go one more time. I didn't end up. Right. I didn't end up. <laughs> Hold on. Let me pull it up to make sure I'm saying it right because you got me all... Uh, look, she gotta get an old script. Yes, I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> do not This is the Disaster Dating 101 podcast, okay? I just want you to know that. Disaster Dating 101 <laughs> podcast, all right? Just want you to know. This is a lot of fun. We talk about a lot all of right. things on here. All right, here we go. You ready? Yes. Welcome to Disaster Dating 101. I'm Natasha Renee. I'm Nisua Nuru. And come join us. Uh, sorry, gotta do it again. <laughs> See, that's why I, this is why I have to look at the script. This is what I'm talking about. All right, let's do it. Let's right. do it. Take five. Welcome to Disaster Data 101. I'm Natasha Renee. I'm Nasua Nuru. Come join this disastrous journey where we talk about our dating horror stories, real issues, and how we can work through these issues in today's society. Dang, look at that. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I love it. I love it. We just did that. How about that? So what happened on the last episode of your podcast? So the last episode was sticks and stones Mm -hmm. can break your bones and words do hurt. Yes. So it was focused on verbal abuse. Um, You know, recently Joe Buttons and Kevin Samuels uh, were together and they did a podcast. Uh, well, he interviewed Kevin Samuels on his podcast. And so my co-host Antoine wanted to get into how women talk to black men, how some women, not all, bring black men down. And we discussed the verbal abuse and how it affects black men. Oh, oh. You know, I actually saw a little bit of that episode. He was definitely, um, you know, he was playing that violin. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> he was, he was, he was, he was playing that Tyrese song. He was in the shower telling us something. So I do have a question for you. So sorry, go ahead. Since we did discuss verbal abuse more towards black men, I did talk about you know a story with me how someone wasn't really verbally abusive, but they were controlling with their words. Right, right. So have you ever been in a situation where? a woman may have been verbally abusive, bringing you down, um, talking down on you, belittling you as a man. I have been told by a woman that if you were, and I, and I quote, one inch shorter than what you were, I would have never dated you a damn day in my life. What? Yes. Yes. And she was my height, by the way. Yeah, that was cute. I like that one. All right. What else? I got more. Um, let me see here. Um, um, 
I have I have been I have been told when I was 18 years old, and and you know what? To fairness to this woman that told me that because at 18 years old, I can't necessarily say that I was some handsome man. You know, like I still had bumps on my face. You know, just high school stuff. You so were cute at 18. I was, you know, but hear me out. Hear me out. So she said to me, you know. The only reason why you get women, the only reason is because you know how to dress. It is the only reason that is it. Don't ever think anything else in your life. Like I'm talking about when you're 44 and you have the woman of your dreams, think the fact that you know how to match. (laughs) That's that's wrong. I don't think that's true. I mean, you were a great dresser. But, damn word, God damn! What are you trying I mean, to I say? I haven't, I haven't, like. Oh, I'm still know. the best dressed in Essex County, New Jersey. Don't you ever, <laughs> don't ever. I'm sorry. Let oh me my rephrase. God! Oh, you know, I'm only, <laughs> I only see what I see on. IG oh, oh, and you, you and work I, out. I work out. I have no, I have no, yeah, I have no clothes I mean, on. You have no clothes on. <laughs> I have no clothes on. <laughs> I have nothing to compare and contrast with. You have no clothes on. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm going to start taking some regular pictures very soon. <laughs> very soon. Okay. All right. So, yeah. But that is, you know, um, not you know, but my my experiences of verbal, abu- uh, verbal abuse, yes, it hurts. It hurts bad. At the same time, for me, not trying to act like I'm the strongest or the toughest, it's just that, you know what? Realistically, it's. It, I know everyone says this, but it's the truth. It's a cold world. It's a cold world. Put on your North Face. It's going to happen. You got to find ways to overcome what people going to say because what hood rat people doing now is like it's a new saying going on in the streets where it says, "Um, let that let that sizzle on your spirit." Some crap like that. So it's like now you know people are trying to guilt trip you. And try to leave you with something to make you sit and ponder while they over here getting their money and not, and not even and focused care. on it. And they don't, don't care. care. Nah, so definitely don't care. It, people gaslighting out here crazy with their big lighters. You got to be very careful. And sometimes you may have to check somebody. But the but the, the smartest thing to do is just ignore it. Make sure that you keep your nirvana at a high level. And just don't worry about that. Stay focused on what you have to stay focused on. No, I, I definitely agree. Because I know when I was a child, I used to be teased, so... For what? For being pretty? You talking about? <laughs> you, I guess I need to send you some elementary school pictures. Yes, please. You know we we met in college, so <laughs> we met right. in college. That's you know what I'm saying. Like I'm gonna... <laughs> hey, hey, look, check me out. Check me out. I want to play my lightning round with you real fast. Okay. All right, lightning round time. One minute. I have five questions. All right, and and all you have to do is just answer it. All right. Real fast. Okay, I'll All try. right. Okay. I'll try. All right. First one. Name a woman you would kiss. Lisa Bonet. Mm. Okay. I like that answer. All right. Name a cheap vodka you regret drinking. Pinnacle. If a male stripper, no, I heard a pinnacle before. Okay. If a male stripper you found attractive was wet and wild, what should his name be? <laughs> Sticky. <laughs> I can't help it. I keep laughing at that. <laughs> Name the make and model of a car driven by a hot mom. A Sentra. Nissan Sentra. How much money he should spend on your first date? At least $100. Where, where should he go to make sure he's spending $100? Or can it be just like on a bar and y'all just drinking mojitos that's what and I, wine? And that's what I was thinking about the bar. Like going out, hanging out at a bar. 
Okay, okay. I got a couple of cuff cards. I want to cuff with you. Can I cuff you? I want to. I want to cuff with cuff. you. Yes, we can cuff. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Well, I got a good one for you. I think you would like this one because you're a poet. You would, you would probably like this. Are humans meant to be monogamous? Yes. Like the way elephants are. I I do think we are. Okay. No, not a problem. I'm. You know what? I should stop you having know, options. I'm about love. I'm about love. I should stop having options so I could feel that way too. Definitely. <laughs> okay. Have you ever slept? Oh my God. This is. <laughs> woo. All right. Did you mix these up before? Two, okay. Two questions and, 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 and this might be over. Okay. But here goes one of them. Uh, have you ever slept with someone that is currently in the room right now? No. We haven't? Do, we, no. Look, and that's what I was thinking. Did we? Did no. We? we if we, I'm going to no. ask all my friends from Norfolk State. You ask your friends from Norfolk State, and I ask my friends from no, Norfolk State. No, I don't even back. think we were in a room together by ourselves. Really? It was a little kiss or two, a three or four, a five or six or seven or eight, but. <laughs> I, I gotta, I have to, you know, after, I done. <laughs> Look, I may be banned from this, from this podcast. <laughs> don't want certain people. Hey, Who is this you doing this recording with? Hey, yo, what the f? Oh, no. No, 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 no. It's some poly right here. You but, put talk in. Okay. And you'll find it in the search bar. You'll see those nice, voluptuous pink lips. And <laughs> just click on there. <laughs> and you'll find Talk That Talk Tuesdays, okay? Sure. Sure. Thank no you. Can I, can I go over these questions with you? Go ahead. I'm ready. I want to cuff with you. Okay. Yeah, I want to cuff with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to do the first question that we did before because that's just already just too deep. We ain't going to do that. We'll okay. Wait. All right. I'm, I'm going to start with a nice easy one. Then we're going to keep going. Okay, cool. All right. Does running a business with your spouse cause tension in the relationship? <sighs> I'm going to say it depends. It really depends on the dynamic of the relationship. Not if you're Russell couple. Simmons, right? If Russell Simmons... Oh. You can have that. Exactly. That farm. Have do whatever the whole you, farm. Go right ahead and do whatever you want, honey. Oh, man, do it. Hard. That's do all it. you wanted? Oh, thank God. Thank Baby you. fat. Oh, my God. Go right ahead. I'll be in the yard doing yoga. Okay. But um, it depends on the dynamic of the relationship, honestly. You know? Mm-hmm. Definitely just make sure you're communicating with your partner. Um, Don't be mad at him if he ain't take the garbage out and you know, don't be holding a grudge on him when it when it's time to open up the keys to the business because he ain't take the garbage out. You know, your body language is showing in, in, in the business and that's not cool. You feel me? Now, honey, so. I made $600,000 <laughs> last year by myself. All right. <laughs> if I ain't take the garbage out tonight. Nah, it's, take it's, that garbage out. I will. But listen, <laughs> just. I had other things I wanted to do. Obviously, that was more important to take it out mm-hmm. that garbage. Take that damn garbage out. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. <laughs> I, have, I have no real rebuttal with it. I just wanted to talk. I'm sorry. What Got makes it. what makes a person immediately unattractive? It, it was probably me talking. I'm so sorry about that. What, talking too much? Yes, it probably was oh, that. Okay, talking that talk. <laughs> it's my fault. Um, I would definitely say hygiene. You got to come correct. Please make sure you wash them properly. Wash them behind them ears. You know, the belly button. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, because y'all be missing the belly button. It's not cute. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Why you know men that are that are not cleaning? Listen, it's, it's, like that's the if, if if you're taking a shower or you or even if you're taking a bath, isn't that like that's probably one of the first parts of the body that's already just being nah. You know, people don't take into the belly button. Not they don't. I am all right. They well. really don't. They don't dig in. All right. So definitely hygiene. Next question. Wash under them balls too. Is it wrong? <laughs> Is it wrong if your partner comments on an attractive person in front of you? It definitely depends. Um, you have to have respect and boundaries in your relationship. So if you like, damn, she got a fat ass. Like, nah. But if you, you know, you give a little look, shoot, I might be looking. Oh, shoot. You know, might look, might look good. You know what I'm saying? Just don't be disrespectful. Keep it respectful. That's it. Buy her a drink, Lula. Okay. Have you ever faked an orgasm? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because some of y'all do not be doing what you need to do. You know what I'm saying? You thinking you hitting it right. And no, I have. Not recently, though. But I have in the past. All right, all right. Uh, okay. How long? How okay? How long did it take for you to get over your last heartbreak? I would say about six months. Okay. Okay. Six months, because you know the women leaves mentally anyway before the relationship is over. So about six months. You know, my last relationship it took me eight months before I had sex. Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, I, I just, Damn. I told this woman I just met in two weeks that I loved uh, her. It was, it was terrible. Excuse me? Yeah, I did some Drake stuff. <laughs> <laughs> What's your bonus question? So, you are riding in the flyest car you have. Mm -hmm. You are riding in the flyest car you have. I need to know. Who are you bumping? You can only bump one. Is it Cardi B or is it Nicki Minaj? Oh, that's a tough one. Cause I love both of them for their they're both different to me, their styles. Ooh, that's so hard. Why would you pick Cardi and Nicki? I have to know. Oh, damn. This is for the ladies. This is for my young. Mm. Get them. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, mm, mm. Mm. Damn. Cause I feel like Nikki be she be having bars. So I feel like I wanna go with Nikki, but I love Cardi. I do. That's tough. Cardi's a superstar. That's what I'm saying. It's like mm. And Cardi give it to you. Like Cardi give it to you on some though I know that girl, she just came out the Jacks and she just got her first Honda Accord. Yes. She's out here. I know her. Like yes. I know yes. her. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. she ain't she talking from the from as soon as she get out the door out of her house, down to the steps, to the elevator, back down to the other steps, to the Honda Accord, talking her as she get in there, like, and what y'all gonna do? Exactly. I love it. I love it. Don't get me She's wrong, Nikki. Super bold. And, and Nikki talented too. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. Nikki is dumb talented. Absolutely. Like what she done with the Barbie whole, like the, the whole character mm -hmm. that she put together. That shit is amazing. Like you Personal, could, you could actually look up to that. Personality-wise, like yeah. I said, bars, like all yeah, of that. She, she got it. She got it. The look. Yeah, she got the look. You know, they. I mean, they both have the look. Cardi's cute. Cardi's, yeah. You know, she came up. 
<laughs> she came up. No, she did. You know no, what I'm saying? She really like, did. She I love, really, I love really Cardi. Did. She really did. And I, I, you know what it is? I love Cardi's um sensitive side. Mm. She's sensitive. She's still a female. She's still a woman. Like she shows you that side of her that she's feminine. I like, I like that about Cardi. You, you don't notice that about her. Like she can get sensitive on you a little bit. I mean, I I'm think just she's saying. I think she's sensitive. You know, I don't understand why when I come out here <laughs> and people, you know, got something to say about what I came out with. No, I'm just doing me. You know what I'm saying? She's sensitive. She cares. <laughs> I love that. I love that about Cardi. Like, stop the whole crowd. Like, yo, just yeah. for a second, though, I need to let you know. Like, why? I need to I... let you know I'm still a woman. Even though Nikki is too. But like I said, it's like, it's something about Cardi that she's just, she's so real. and yes. just like relatable. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I, I love both of them, but. Which one? I'm going to have to go with Cardi. Okay, there we go. I'm sorry, y'all. I got to go with Cardi. I'm sorry. Thank you for flying the late night flight. Shout out to all the pilots who contribute to the Fastest Rising podcast. If you want to contribute, DM us at The Late Night Flight. All right, cool. So check me out. We at the end. We about to, we about to land. But before we about to land, I got my mans with me. He is the relationship disciple. He is the good more himself. But don't worry about all that. He got a podcast. He got clothing. He got a clothing line. FlamingoCulture.com. Check my man out. But what we're going to do right now is cut a promo. So I'm about to play my man, the relationship disciple himself. I'm about to play a clip of something that Dr. Umar said. Dr. Umar is about to get his points back with me, okay? He should get some points back in the black community. You know, the guy that be like, donations. This mother, all right? I'm about to play the clip, all right? RD, you ready for it? I'm about to play the clip. Roll it. Here we go. I want to go to President Biden. President Biden, your first day of office, you signed an executive order to protect the life and safety of transgenders. I have no problem with that. But you did it on your first day. But he sat up here with you, Charlemagne, and told black people that if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. So if you went out of your way begging black people to vote for you, why haven't we got an executive order or any other activity coming out of the Oval Office from President Biden to protect black people from police? Look what he's doing with the anti-Asian hate. President Joe Biden signed an executive order that is exclusive to Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders. I don't have a problem with that. But if you can protect the Asian American and Pacific Islander from violence, why can't you do the same thing for black people? So, here we go. Two minutes and 30 seconds on the clock. RD, go ahead. I need you to cut a promo on us, Black America. I know, you know what I'm saying, due to your circle and your organizations and good people such as that, there's certain things you can't slander on, but to wake us up as people, I know you can do that for us. RD, take it away. All right, let's get it. So first of all, shout out to Umar Johnson, man. You know, he, he bring a good energy. You know what I mean? That's, that's a good brother. I believe his intentions are good. Um, but for, far as um, Black America, we want to take that term black off of us because if, if you don't know people, law governs all events. And slapping the label black on our people 
means nothing. It means death. It means you are a thing. It means you are a species. So with the species, what can we do to you? We can do what we want to you. We can test on you, kick you around, break you down, lock you up for no reason at all, right? Beat you down. And we see all the things that's going on today with the George Floyd and any other incidents. We don't want to keep these things in our mind because it's fear factors. So, so here's the deal, man. We as a people, before we can um, not get anything, but before we can build anything, for ourselves. You understand what I'm saying? So it ain't about getting and begging and doing all this. We got to build our own. You know what I mean? It's right there. We have it. But if we want to be respected as a whole, <laughs> if we want to be respected as a whole, this is what we have to do. We have to take all the terms that's, that's been given to us, slapped on us during slavery. So if we still keep these terms, and I don't want you to get butt hurt because I love all y'all, right? Um, African-American, black, <laughs> coon, shine, Negro. <laughs> As we know, a Negro, you don't grow past the knee. So you are still considered a minor. So with a minor, <laughs> if you're a parent and your child is a minor, what you do? You have full control over them, right? And they get out of line, you're going to spank they, you know what. So people, brown people, I'm going to call you, right? Because we are brown. We're not the color of my sweatshirt, right? <laughs> so... This is what we have to do, man. We have to educate ourselves. We have to learn who we were before slavery, right? Just like all other nations do. Asian, uh, <laughs> Middle Eastern, right? Uh, um, European, all of the above. They all know who they were before those times. And what we have to do as a people before we could build anything and build a blueprint and, 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 and build on top of that, we have to know who we are and we have to take those terms off us and stop making the, 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 the abnormal normal. This is your boy, the relationship disciple, the good more, peace and love. That's what the f I'm talking about. Now I'm about to follow up and I'm going to just say this one thing right now. If Oprah, Shonda Rhimes, Tyler Perry, and Ice Cube ain't buying us no freaking Walmart, no car dealership, no freaking housing development for us, then I don't want to hear shit you got to say. Thank you. F you. Bye-bye. Hey, yo, what the f This is some pallet right here.